Welcome to the Gut Goddess Show, a podcast for women who are fed up of being tired, bloated, and riding the hormonal roller coaster. This is for you if you're ready to create a better belly and gut health, balance your hormones, and create a more peaceful, happier mind. I'm Kezia Hall, your host, holistic nutritionist, coach, mom to young kids, trauma thriver, science and holistic geek, and this show explores my three-part methodology, the three F's for feeling good, food, feelings, and function. So if you're ready to create pain-free periods or ditch the toilet, food, and IBS drama and just create a normal, joyful relationship with your body and with the food that you eat without overwhelm, restriction, or crazy health obsession, this is the podcast for you and I am so glad that you are here. Let's get started with today's episode. I just wanted to share with you an extra bonus episode covering a really important topic. Why is it so hard to implement these healthy habits that you know about, that you read about? Why do you struggle to actually do the things consistently that you know are good for you? Like I share stuff on this podcast and you probably learn new things, new geeky information, sure. But there's also a lot of basic stuff like the habits that we talked about in the previous episode that you maybe don't actually implement and why is it hard to so why is it hard to um go to sleep earlier to stay hydrated to have a better morning routine like why is that so hard that is what we're looking at in today's episode because until you can understand why what is actually the obstacles what is really holding you back having the information of the habits and having the strategy is kind of pointless the only way you're going to see results is with the right personalized strategy and the ability to implement that strategy. This is where most people exhaust themselves. They spend so much time researching, Googling, learning, and reading, getting strategies, getting formulas, figuring out, and yet they never spend any time understanding what is going to help them to implement that data. Data and information without implementation is pointless. It will actually leave you potentially more burnt out and feeling exhausted, feeling like you're working really hard on your health, but you're not actually seeing any changes because you're just gathering data. You're not actually able to implement anything. And this can create a lot of burnout, which you don't need because if you listen to this podcast, you're probably struggling with your health in some area. So this is a really important podcast. I'm sharing with you the big picture, the historical picture, the present picture of why it's hard to implement and what you can do, what you can do about that, what you actually need to create incredible shifts and incredible changes. What do you actually need so you can become your most radiant, energized, happy, confident version of yourself? Because that is possible. Just because you maybe haven't created it before doesn't mean it's not possible now. You just probably weren't um, supporting yourself you weren't understanding both the strategy and the um, the behind the scenes what's going on in your mindset and in your beliefs that and the obstacles that is making it feel hard because it's possible for you and yes it change can feel difficult and we need support with that but that doesn't mean it's not an option it is an option for you I want you to be your most wonderful self so let's dive into this podcast I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you on the other side. And then the next part of it that I want to make sure we spend time with is how do we actually do these things? Because um, that's really important. There's the consistency. It's the being able to show up 
for yourself and being able to make these habits. And ultimately, what needs to happen in order for you to make see a bit feel a big shift in your body is to implement these things we're talking about and not just implement them this week but implement them long term so that if you implement all the stuff I've talked about this week or even just half of it you're going to feel better like by this time next week you're going to be like I feel a bit clearer I have a bit more energy I feel a bit more inspired I feel more motivated I feel yes this is going to be me I get to have this all of those things as but long term you need to be able to sustain those. So how do we do that? And the way that we do that is a, sem- is a couple of things. Number one, it's by um, compassion and kindness. We've got to be kind to ourselves and focus on what we are doing. What have you done? What are you doing right now that you're proud of? What are you already doing for your health, for your hormones? What can you be proud of? Because the brain will love to waste your precious energy telling you what a bad job you're doing and everything and the more that you think about how much you're not doing and how things aren't working and stuff isn't happening for you what's that going to do to your motivation and your habits it's going to tank them so that your habits actually think well this isn't working there's no point this is like your habits are actually going to become more unhealthy because you keep focusing on everything that you're not doing your focus what you are focused on is where you head So if you are constantly focused on how it's not working, how useless you are, how much disappointment you've had in the past, how this is hard, how you can't afford it, how you're too tired, if that is your focus, if that is your meditation on a day-to-day, where are you headed? You're headed in that direction. You're headed in that it's too hard. You're headed in the fatigue. Whereas if you're focused on, okay, I'm learning how to overcome, I'm learning how to change my body composition and overcome my burnout. Okay, I'm learning how to do that. I love the phrase I'm learning. I use that a lot, a little hack for you, mindset-wise. I'm learning. I do this parenting all the time. I get totally overwhelmed by having all three kids. I have twins. I have a... It's it's so much. I find it really hard. And I can really easily beat myself up about doing a terrible job. So what I've learned, and I learned to do this within like a couple of months of having the girls. I'm learning how to parent my three kids. I'm learning how to be present for my three kids. I'm learning how to delegate. I'm learning how to get support. I'm learning how to be the perfect or the right parent for my children. I'm learning how to parent twins. I'm learning how to be a parent to young children. I'm allowing myself to learn this. And the more that I focus on that, the more that I can see that actually, you know, I'm doing a good job. This is happening. It's okay. We've got to do the same with our health. If you just focus on everything you're not doing, all the things you failed at, all the times it's failed, how much money you don't have, how much time you don't have, you are going to stay stuck. You just will. Whereas if you can get, if you can utilize your focus and this utilization is totally free, if you can get, and that's why the morning, the intentional morning helps because you set your focus, not all the people around you or not emails or social media, you set your focus. All right, I'm learning how to overcome burnout and lose three stone or whatever it is. I'm learning how to do that. And, you know, I'm really proud of myself. I've been drinking more water this week. I've been eating some more carrots this week. I have been winding down in the evening. I'm on my path. It's happening. It is happening. I'm learning how to do this. I'm making progress. I'm making progress to heal from this. This is happening. And the more that you focus on what you are doing, right? Kezia said to get blue light blocking glasses. So I'm going to do that, right? That's what I'm doing this week. I'm doing a really good job of doing that. Well done me. You're doing a great job, Kezia. Keep going. That 
is so crucial. So what, what you're focused on really, really matters. If you focus on all the, sh the crap job you're doing, your habits, you, will, you won't change your habits. You won't be consistent. Because if you think about it with a child, imagine uh, I potty trained my kids last year, my twins. <laughs> potty training twins, so much fun. Um, if Imagine, how do you think they would get on if this was my approach to them potty training? Every time they didn't pee, every time they peed in their pants and didn't pee in the potty, I just said, I just shouted at them. I just told them they were useless and terrible. Like even just saying that out loud feels like disgusting <laughs> because you would never do that. And we know that is not how you create a new habit, right? How did I get my kids? How did I get the girls to potty train in a weekend? I encouraged the heck out of them. I celebrated them. I told them how proud I was of them. I made a big deal of all the small things that they did. I like threw parties for them every time. They even got a teaspoon of pee in a potty, right? Right, that's how we create habits. So that they learned, oh, this is a good thing that I'm doing. I'm do I feel good when I do this. I'm getting praise when I do this. This feels good in my system. This feels safe. This change feels safe. If I had berated them, the change I was asking them to make wouldn't feel safe. Therefore, they would not do it. If you berate yourself more than you celebrate yourself, you will not make consistent change in your habits because it will not feel safe to do so. Your brain will want to stay in your unhealthiness. It will want to keep all the symptoms that you want to get rid of because at least that feels safe and known. So it's really, really important to A, know what the habits to be consistent with and where to start. And I've kind of outlined those for you. And then it's really about focus. What is it that you are focused on and what are you celebrating? What are you celebrating each day? That's why often with clients, um, we, I will get them to, at the start of every session, like what are you proud of? What's gone well? What are you celebrating? What feels good? And it's really hard. People can always tell me everything that's going wrong and that's okay. We're not bypassing the awful stuff. We're, we're just acknowledging both. I've been drinking lots of water. This I'm really proud of this, this, and this. And my bowels are really, still really struggling and my anxiety has been really high. Okay, it's just telling the truth instead of just always focusing on that. So that's one thing. And the next part that actually helps you to be consistent in this is often support. Because right, that focus and creating a change in habits requires support. If you're creating new habits in your life, if you're creating new habits, you're changing your lifestyle, which is essentially what you need to do if you want to create a shift. There is no quick fixes, there is no quick wins. I mean, there's a couple of quick wins, like water, sleeping better, eating more protein, ditching sugar. Like if you do those things in a week, to be fair, those are quick wins. You'll be like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Um, but if you're wanting to make these things shifts long-term, then we need support to do it. Because say you've had a bunch of symptoms, the symptoms you've been struggling with, I don't know, I'd love to know, how long would you say you've been struggling with the excess weight or the hormone imbalance? Has it been like a year, six months, two years? Let me know in the comments. Five years, 10 years, you know, however long that it is, the symptoms you have right now are the result of the environments that you have been in, lived in, and created. Some of those you won't have created, you know, so some of a big driving factor was me was trauma. And so, you know, I never chose that trauma and those experiences, but I have perpetuated certain habits and environments, you know, and um, 
Other environmental factors cultivated my symptoms, the mold, the stress, the people pleasing, the food choices, the lack of sleep, all of these kinds of things. So where you're at right now is the, the result of the environment that you have been in in the past and you are in right now. So in order to change where how you feel now, you need to change the environment you're in right now and deal with any consequences of environmental of the environments you've been in the past. So maybe you lived somewhere moldy in the past. You might still be struggling with that mycotoxin, that mold exposure inflammation. Maybe in the past you've had you're exposed to a lot of heavy metals. So you the, you're still needing to deal with that. Now maybe in the past you were on the pill and antibiotics for like 15 years. You might not be doing that now, but you still need to pay, you still need to deal with the consequences of that cause and effect. So in order to change that, you need to change your environment. And that often requires support. It does. That's why I support my clients. And I'm going to tell you about my, um, uh, the, the way I've changed my one-to-one -one program now is to work with people over six months um, because it takes that support. It's required. And that's often what isn't, doesn't get talked about. So you need to really think about what support am I getting here to change this? Because changing habits is hard. Changing the environment around you that's potentially contributing to your, how sick you are. And also past environments. So you might actually be like, Kezia, I have a really healthy, wonderful, loving, balanced environment right now. I'm not saying you don't. Then probably your health result is probably the consequence of past inputs, past data inputs, if that makes sense, that finally... It's taken its toll. You know, it's like the straw on the camel's back. People can be like, oh, but I've always drank lots and had lots of sugar. And it's only recently that it started to gain weight. No, no, no. The alcohol and the sugar has always been a problem. It's just now your body is asking for the bill. 2024 is your time to bloom. It's your time to be done with feeling dull, foggy, frumpy, fat, sore, uncomfortable, or just limited by your symptoms in your body. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, which I know some of you have, and I'm so glad that you're here, I want to invite you to come and bloom with me. I have transformed my one-to-one -one program and now my signature one-to-one six-month private program is called Bloom and I'm taking on new clients right now. This is for you if you are struggling to see results on your own and you're just ready, you just know that you want to become the most radiant, confident, happy person that you can be. You want to feel at home in your body. You want to feel at a healthy way. You want to feel just good without pain, being able to do things and no longer feeling limited by your symptoms, by your lack of confidence, by body image issues, by pain, by toilet issues, hormone drama. You just want to feel good. Bloom is my six month premium program for people that are ready, like totally ready to be done with all the health drama, but they know they need guidance, they need strategy, they need support, they need personalized data. That is what Bloom is for. It also now includes an in-person retreat if you want to come to that. And I am currently taking on new clients. The way you get started is just to book your free clarity call. It doesn't commit you to anything. I would honestly love to chat to you. Even if you decide not to work with me, that's totally fine. Um, you head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your free clarity call. And I would love to speak with you. This isn't a will it work for you. It's really about if you're ready. I know this can work. A holistic, personalized nutrition and lifestyle approach 
can work for you. I've seen it time and time again. The question is, are you willing to decide to bloom? Are you going to allow yourself to become the most healed, radiant, confident and happiest version of yourself? And if that's you and I feel like the right person for you, kezyahall.com forward slash book to book in your free call or can go to kezyahall.com forward slash bloom b-l-o-o-m to find out all the details and the payment plans also if you sign up soon there'll also be a special discount and extended payment plan so i'd love to chat with you kezyahall.com forward slash bloom and i'll speak to you soon All the drinking in your 20s, all the drugs, all the pill, all the antibiotics, or whatever, it's not, your body's always taking its, the hit with that. It's just at certain points in our lives, the body says, I can't handle this anymore. And often for a lot of women, that's around premenopause, perimenopause time, or after having children, or wanting to have children. Those key points, these key transition phases for women, that often comes up the most. So we need support. That's why I, work with clients and I will be taking on new clients in February to start in February and March. I have four spaces, maybe three, because I think somebody's already thinking about working with me. Um, and I'll I'll share more about that um, probably at another point in terms of what that looks like. So it's going to involve a retreat, which is exciting as part of the program and all the exciting things, which is going to be fun. But where can you get support? So you've had support this week and I'm going to get support this week in the shift challenge. And this will probably run into next week as well. Um, because I want to make sure you really start to see shifts and feel supported. But thinking about it in the rest of the other areas of your life, where do you need support? Do you need support in terms of the mental load? If you're in a partnership, are you carrying everything in your head? Do you need support with kids? Do you need support with cleaning the toilet? Do you need to stop cooking all the meals? Is it just assumed that you plan, shop for, cook and sort out the meals? Where is it that you need support? And really thinking about that is important because you can't create, it's really difficult to create consistent habitual change on your own for for a lot of people, especially a lot of people here in the Shift Challenge. Some people can do it, but they're often not the people that find their way to me because they, they don't need this support. They would just do it. They'd be like, tell me what to do, do it, gone. So we'll, it's really important. And for women, it's a really big, it's a really radical area and it's a really big um, growth area because for women, for centuries, we, generally speaking, as a gender, women were the support. We didn't get support. We were the unpaid support. We were the unpaid labor and also black and indigenous people and BIPOC even more so because obviously, you know, there's that whole area of racism and right privilege. But with women, we we were the ones looking after kids unpaid. We were the ones dealing with the house. We were the ones dealing with the food. We were the ones keeping the family together. We're the ones dealing with the social interactions. We're the ones, that's who we've been. So it is, your brain will probably really struggle to get support because you'll feel bad about spending money, even if the maths make sense or you have savings, but whatever, you'll feel bad about spending money. You'll feel bad about asking people. You'll feel bad about putting boundaries in. You'll feel bad about upsetting people and being like, no, you need to make dinners now. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not picking up the kids five days a week. You can do it on these days. We'll feel bad about that because you have been literally brainwashed, not just you, your mother, your grandmother, your great, great grandmother, generations upon generations from generations were just you don't ask for support, you soldier on, you carry on, 
you are the support, you help other people, you keep other people happy, you make sure everyone is happy around you, even if you are literally dying, as long as everyone else is taken care of, you're doing a great job as a woman. That will keep you sick and create, I think that's one of the reasons why women are more likely to get autoimmune conditions, why women are more likely to get dementia and Alzheimer's, and there's also hormonal components to that as well. It's not the only reason, obviously. I look into the research too, but there's so many components to it. So no, getting support is so crucial for you to create the shift that you want, but it's also probably the thing that your brain will resist the most because it will involve boundaries. It'll involve maybe not pleasing someone. It might involve investing to work with me. And honestly, every time someone comes to work with me in my main program, they're always terrified about the financial investment because it's an investment, they feel sick, they feel bad. There's a lot of drama around that. And honestly, some of the transformation people see is just from betting on themselves in that way because it's literally like no one in their female lineage has probably ever spent like four grand on their health, ever. So if you ever decide to work with me, it's probably gonna feel really awful to sign up, to be honest because you're like the first female in your line to ever say, wow, I'm worth this. My body is worth this. I deserve to feel good. I deserve to understand and learn how to cultivate my body. I deserve this. You literally, like when I think about me, when I spent my first couple of thousand on my health with lab tests and working with someone like me, and I've spent like tens of thousands by this point, um, I felt so sick, I felt so irresponsible, even though I'd obviously done the maths, I'd, you know, I'd done the spreadsheet or whatever, and I'd figured out, figured the things out, it wasn't just like putting everything onto a credit card, I had, it was still a bit of a risk, it was still a bit of a punt, if that makes sense, I think I started, uh, I can't remember what I did, I did something, anyway, to create a bit of another income, but I felt so sick, and it, honestly, I was like, no, this can't be the right thing. I can't, I feel so sick doing this. Surely this isn't a good idea. But then I realized no one's ever done this before. My mom's never done it before. My grandmother definitely has never done it. My great grandmother, my grandma and my great grandmother didn't even get to control any of their own money. <laughs> like, of course they couldn't. And their bodies were just made for like baby making machines and whatever else. So if support feels hard, you need to understand the context, you need to understand the history, you need to understand the epigenetics. You, your cells, your body, your brain has come from this lineage that you are in where certain things just happen. And we all come from different backgrounds. Maybe you came from a really wealthy background, but you could have had a really wealthy great grandmother, but she didn't maybe have a say in money. Maybe she didn't have, she didn't get paid maybe for the work that she did. Maybe there wasn't a fair partnership. Maybe she didn't own the house she technically lived in because that was only really available, I think, in the 70s that a woman could own a, have a house in her name without it being in a man's name. So if support feels hard, there's probably a reason for that. Right, I have totally run over now, but that felt like it was important to say it's normal for getting support to feel difficult. And I don't care how you get the support. It doesn't have to be with me. I know that the right people come to me at the right time, but you do need some support in order to create this change. You need celebration. You need, um, you need to be aware of your focus. You need to be celebrated. And you, you don't need to wait for other people to do that for you. Although it's very helpful if you have like someone like me being like, okay. And you also need to think about how can I get support? What does that look like for you? What does that look like? 
in your house, in your partnerships? What does that mean? You know, I was chatting to a client just before about getting some meal, you know, like, um, like not HelloFresh, but like Mindful Chef or she liked Planthood. Um, where you get these meal prep, that's a that's a form of support. When the girls, when I had twins, when they were newborn, I did Mindful Chef, like it's a recipe box, which is expensive. It's not the cheapest way to buy food, but that was one of the ways I support. I was getting support by not having to decide, shop, and um, think about food. This box could arrive. It would tell me exactly what to make, or my husband, or whoever was helping me to make. That was a way of getting support. Getting a cleaner once a month to deep clean your bathrooms is a way of getting support. Um, getting your partner to do weekly shops, school runs, diaries is a way of getting support. There's so many ways here. So I really want you to think about how could you get more support this week? Let me know in the comments below if you're watching this live. If you're watching the recording, let me know. How can you get more support this week? Because you really need it, okay? If you want to create that big shift, you're gonna, your brain is going to need to feel safe. It's going to need to feel celebrated. It's going to need to feel supportive to create these shifts. And that's probably what's not happened in the past and that's why things haven't worked before because you've probably not had those three things. You've not had support, you've not had celebration and your focus has been in the wrong place. Okay. Are you wondering what the heck is going on with my body? What is with the bloating, the hormonal roller coaster, the pain, the fatigue, your inability to lose weight? And you know you want things to change, like that, you're very clear on that. You want something to change, but you have no idea what direction to head in. You read stuff, you listen to stuff, but how do you know where to begin? How do you know where to start? What's the first steps? If that's you, then I want to give you some answers within the next 10 minutes. Go to keziahall.com forward slash quiz to do the free gut goddess quiz. And I'm going to point you in the right direction, give you three things that are going to help you, help your symptoms and get you started so that things feel clear doable and that you can actually see some big shifts. So go to keziahall.com forward slash quiz, complete the quiz, then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't left me a review yet, please go to iTunes, scroll down, look at ratings and review and give me a five-star review and leave a few comments. It really helps the podcast to reach more people. And if you want to know more about anything I mentioned in the podcast, you can go to the show notes at keziahall.com forward slash blog. And I would love to hear from you if you have any other questions. And please share this podcast with anyone that you know that you find helpful. Screen share it, put it on Instagram, Facebook, put it in your WhatsApp groups, screenshot it, share it with a friend. The more people that hear about this show, the merrier, because more and more women need to know how good they get to feel.